When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files, where we get to know somebody via the power of podcasts. That's right. That's what we do in this society now, and that's what I love doing. And we got a special guest in studio making her Knapsack Files debut. Hope you enjoyed the previous interviews. People like Jennifer Murrow, Janine the Machine from the Schmodown, and of course Matt Key, an old favorite, I do mean old, returning to the show. But it's nice to have someone new coming in so we get to know uh, a new individual, though she's been around this scene with me for several years now. Kim Horcher, welcome to the Knapsack Class. Thanks, Ken. I, I'm the old one here. I just want to make sure that's clear. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm just young forever. You're young forever. I want to be forever, forever. young. Yeah, we're just going to sing songs uh, here. Uh, so happy to be uh, here with you because, uh, like I said, we've, we've worked uh, around these parts together. I was trying to remember. It was the first time. I know how we met. How, how we met? We met through Matt Key. We met through Matt Key. He was like, you need to be um, doing stuff at Screen Junkies, and my right. friend Ken works there. Yes, and I said, okay. Yes. And then I got you in for some movie fights and other I things. I won one movie fight. Yes. Um, and I did some other game show, and I did poorly. Oh, I yeah. I used to co-produce that with my friend Juwan Guillory. It was the Jeremy Johns hosted movie I was uh, movie very games. embarrassed of that one, actually. <laughs> Don't worry. It was on Screen Junkies Plus. 12 people saw it. Yay! You're okay. I think you took on Matt Key in that battle. Did I you? took on Koi. Koi. And he is a monster. Koi is a monster <laughs> in a lot of ways. The nicest monster in the world. Okay, yeah, that's about right. That was that was the the time. And I, I trying to remember the first time, like, you know, you, you're around this and you're like, oh, that's a person I've seen a few times at parties. I now mm. know that person is Kim. Mm. Uh, we actually saw Winter Soldier at a group together. Do you remember that? At the Cinerama Dome. Yes. Granny Mahara was there, Matt Key, Jack Conway, a lot of those scoundrels. And I think we were there, but I had I no really idea. I really liked Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier was it's still my favorite Marvel movie. Really? It is. It is. It is. It is. It's, I don't know how I'd order mine. Uh, it's high, though. It's I tough. would say top five. Yeah. Probably top three. It's it's just because it's, it's, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. A little different. At the time of this recording, I've seen Endgame. You haven't seen Endgame. This is going to be released a couple weeks later. So by this time, maybe your rankings will change. You don't know. I'll see it tomorrow. You'll see it tomorrow. Counting down the days. No spoilers. No spoilers here. Uh, Kim, I, was, I, was, I always try to think, you know, where does this conversation start? Do we want to, you know, uh, where, where were you from? Where are all this kind of stuff? But you <laughs> said something. We, we were we were planning, uh, you know, get you in here for the podcast regardless. But you said something before an episode of Jedi Council. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know that. And I wouldn't have known it. Because Did you forget what it was? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> and I wouldn't have known at the time because, again, you know, we work together. We all work in this industry. You go to a podcast, you go to a show. We all don't sit down and tell me about your life until you podcast together. But you said something that was absolutely fascinating, made sense because of your of, of the skills you bring to this business. And that is you've done and, and you, a lot of your early focus was on like the newscasting mm-hmm. side. That is a great entry point into, uh, I think, your life and career for me. Uh, tell me about Kim Horcher, the newscaster. Well, it's certainly uh, a little bit different than yeah. I would say other people, other colleagues sure. of mine, because they tend not to have that background. Mm. Um, so when I was a senior in college, I um, was an intern at an L.A. area news station, Ooh. and they ended up hiring me to work at the assignment desk. That's, and that's... That can be tough. It is. It's... <laughs> Yeah. You do a lot of the work and get no none of the credit. Yeah. Yeah. And people call you and you have to talk to them, even well, if they have very upsetting things to say. Like hot scoops? It's supposed to be hot scoops, but really it's like people calling in. Like there was this one guy that everyone oh, just yes. called the crazy guy who'd call in <laughs> and he'd be like, what you'd answered, you'd be like, hey, newsroom, can, do you have a tip? Can I help yeah. you? And the, he would just start talking and it'd be like, 
David Geffen is helping <laughs> Israel take over the world. And blah, 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 blah. And so it's this really <laughs> like take creepy conspiracy theory, uh, usually anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And at yeah. first I was like, do you have a story idea? And yeah. he would be like, this is a story. But after a while, <laughs> when I recognized his voice, I would just hang up on him. Did you ever like play along or just did you? No. I, I, you first to... time I was courteous. After sure. that, I stopped. Well, because you, you know what? It's funny. I, 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 when I worked in radio, you get weird calls, requests. And then when I worked in the security industry, you'd have people come in with like, this thing happened to me. And you're going to take it seriously. Like, okay, tell me what happened. And then about two minutes in, you're like, oh, I don't think this person's here. Yeah. And so you, you, you can't just, you know, at one point, did you want to play along? Eventually, you just want to get out of the conversation. Look, I mean, it was my first job, so I yeah. took it very seriously. <laughs> and, you know, people would call and be abusive a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Like, okay, they'd be like, are you even from here? This is why women shouldn't be allowed to be in the news, you know? And it'd be like, you, what the hell, dude? You answered your scoop line? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's the worst job in the newsroom. It is, and that, then that, but that's where a lot of the stories are generated from, right? Yeah, yeah. Please, explain that. Please explain just that send emails instead. <laughs> well, now, now maybe. Um, so, so, so there's police scanners going on, right, right, right. all over the place. That's where the helicopter launches from. Uh, the assignment desk oh, editor yeah. like calls it in. It's like minimum ten grand a launch because of the fuel and the oh, staffing, yeah. and I guess other costs, maybe insurance. Um, Helicopter shit. Yeah. Would, and you, would you ever have to make that call or it always go to I've the news? I've made that call a couple times. That's it. Kim, that's pretty cool. Uh, Kim, that's pretty cool. I don't cool. know. Making the news helicopter call? Come on. Uh, I, I moved I moved off the desk eventually okay. to writing and producing the, the web presence for this company. Okay. And at the time, they were very adverse to the internet. You know? Yeah, yeah. They were like, I don't know about this Twitter thing. <laughs> Yeah. I guess we'll do it, you know? Yeah. And we'll put young people over there. <laughs> They'll understand yeah. it. Yeah. We're still reading our newspapers. People will tune in at six to learn what happened three hours ago. <laughs> that's, I, that's, and this is why I'm, I have a weird, I'm weird. I have a, a fascination with the news industry, the broadcast news industry, just from growing up in a, in a, in a small town, KSBY and KCOY were like, the, it was the local, they were like the local celebrities, the newscasters, and used to have them on my radio show. So I'm fascinated with that. And I used to get really grumpy around 09, 2010, where there would be breaking news and you would go to, you know, a news website for your local news station here in Los Angeles. Nothing. These cats are all the cutest things. I, it's There's, thankfully changed yes, it by has. now. Yeah. Because you don't survive if you don't adapt. You can. But um, yeah, I was near the beginning of that. And I also, I did more, I did anchoring and reporting yeah. for a, uh, a, an Orange County, tiny, tiny station because okay. I didn't want to move, which is a big reason why I didn't continue with news. It's a, it's, it's like, it's like radio too. Yeah. You got to go to the you market. You start at the small market, yeah. the medium market, the large market, you're locked in two year contracts. Okay. And it's just, I couldn't bite the bullet. And I was just like, why can't I do this? And then I realized I don't want to do it. I don't love it enough to do it, so yeah. I don't want to do it. That's that's always an interesting point in life. We all we all get these plans and we have these dreams or these thoughts. When did when did broadcast news or just news in general? When did that come into your mind as like, yeah, it's something I want to do? Was it college um, young, I did younger journalism when I was in school, okay. and then in college I was uh, I was working with the student TV news. Right, right. I didn't work on the newspaper because I had tried it before. And it just didn't really, I didn't really enjoy it as much. Friend versus broadcast. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I preferred broadcast. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, it was all student run. So yeah. it was janky. <laughs> Did you, is there any like. We had those old decks from the seventies oh, and the, the tapes that are like. The top loader. Huge, huge oh, yellow are, tapes. Those are the best. Cause they gave us all like the old crappy equipment. Cause <laughs> we don't have any money and we're students. We're real at a public school. Yeah. What kind of stories did you do? Um, I actually did more like hard news. For, yeah? Yeah. Outside I, of the school b- boundaries? Well, I started in the school. Boundaries? And then like the news, there was like a news editor, an entertainment editor, and a sports editor. Yeah. And the news editor started giving me like all the good stuff. Okay. Like I would do if, you know, um, if a presidential candidate came to campus. Right, or, right, right. Uh, like issues regarding uh, different student groups that couldn't get along for whatever reason. Right. 
And right. yeah. And I, I thought, oh, I'm going to be, I'm pretty good at telling a story, but also getting the facts out. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Because entertainment was actually too hard for me. The, I, inter- the entertainment news or entertainment just in general? Entertainment news gotcha. because I'm a little face blind. So, <laughs> so I, I can't tell C and D listers apart sometimes. Gotcha. And red carpets gotcha. are hard. Yeah, red red carpets <laughs> are, I don't want to touch them. Red carpets are yeah. traumatizing. Yeah. yeah. It's a war. It's a war for territory. I truly, truly hate red carpets. Yeah, elbows in the side, getting camera spots and interview spots. I, yeah. I don't blame you. People are mean. People are really mean. And you don't get very much out of it. The junket game's annoying and hard. Junkets not, are not as bad as red yeah. carpet, but it's more like a prolonged pain as opposed to a concentrated pain. Because <laughs> like the celebrities don't want to be there either. They don't, yeah. They, they yeah. truly don't want to be there. I went to one with Chris Pratt, and you can just tell... You know, like the hamster wheel in his head had stopped. Stop. He was so tired. Seven he didn't want to talk, but he would muster up the energy to say something charming. Yeah. You know, but you knew his heart wasn't in it. He just want to want to go home. <laughs> want to go home. So you're you're doing the uh, the hard the hard news. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, meaning you're not reporting on the coke machine in the quad. You're doing things that matter, yeah. and you that pulls you in. You're interested in that. You go get this job, and then I want to go back to this point where, and I'm sure we could talk for. I would love to hear a lot of the newscaster stories. Um, uh, I have things to say that I probably shouldn't say on, on tape. <laughs> yeah, we could we'll pop a beer one day and talk. But I'm just I love I love I cannot tell you much. It just goes back to my hometown and my old radio partner. We used to bring in our local newscasters to be interviewed, and then we'd hear stories of so and so got carried out drunk from a bar and all that. It in the drunk. It just was fascinating. One of the newscasters that I knew, I'm not saying I worked with them or what their names were, yeah. was getting tapped to be the next bachelor. Oh, wow. And he was like, I don't know if I want to do it because that'll just be what I'm known for forever. What about my whole career? Will it mean nothing? <laughs> old news <laughs> he career. didn't do it. Didn't do it. Yeah. Didn't do it. And then you didn't go on. And I, I'm fascinated by this point. Let's get back to this point of of a, 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 a sea change, a change in direction. And what did you have something else that was interesting to you? And we know where you ended up now. You're doing great work in the digital media world, the geek culture world, uh, your work, uh, you know, creating Nerd Alert and all your work over there. And now it all makes sense seeing your work. I'm like, oh, yeah, you you. Yes, you have a newscaster yeah. uh, skill set, so that makes perfect sense. How did you get from that point? I don't want to do this to where you are now. Or I mean, I think I don't know. I don't want to do this was a catalyst. It was the start, like realizing, because you don't want to feel like a failure. You don't want to feel yeah. like, oh, you know, this is a non-starter. I've wasted a few years doing this now. Time and money. Yeah, basically, and I just thought it's kind of like what is there's this uh, sunken cost fallacy Mm. about like, like, um, if you've invested so and so long into it, even if you don't like it, you'll keep doing it. Like, let's say you've been married for five years and you're super unhappy, but you're like, well, I already paid for the wedding and we've been here and we bought a house together. Just, I'll just put up with it. I'll, I'll just do it. You know, I don't, I don't want to lose on this, but you are losing. You're, you're losing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's powerful though. I think that's powerful to, 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 I'll say cut your losses. Not that you had a ton of losses you were cutting. At the time, I felt like I've wasted my whole life. Yeah. You know, when you have like a quarter life crisis. Oh, those those are the best. Yeah. (laughs) But then you get a couple years away from it and you're like, oh, I was upset over nothing. (laughs) Right. So you feel you clearly don't look back. You don't miss the newscast again. I'm not happy doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why? I can sink five years or I can sink the rest of my life. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you're doing, you know, the weekend weather in Altoona. I did. Hoping that this you get is to Pittsburgh. the story that you picked up on, which yes. is I tested to do the weather. I did do traffic reports uh, for the the website a few times. Like on, like the on air, like, like uh, the ten freeway is backed up <laughs> over at Riverside. <laughs> what you're going to want to do is yeah. take an alternate route through Union. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you. Yeah, you said you tested for uh, the weather. A weather. And they were like, you walk backwards weird because uh, you have to walk in front of this green screen. Right. And motion like you're somewhere that you is real. Yeah. And here's tangible. the, here's the uh, and temperature in like Corona the, tonight. The forecast. And, yeah. And it's like, well, you know, you're going to want to get your rain boots on because <laughs> looks like showers are coming if you're in the inland area, you know. Here's a story about that. And you just you just talk <laughs> and talk and talk. Talk with a smile. Yeah. And a lot of it is 
kind of talking not about weather. Where right. you're just like talking about feelings and what you could be doing. <laughs> the emotions know. of weather? Well, it's like it's going to be a sunny day for you if you want to get out to the beach with the family. That could be a lot of fun, you know. Even now as you're in this podcast studio talking, I, I see your, your, you got your uh, love that Joker smile on. You got your, you got your, uh, you know, broadcast face yeah, going. I love that. That's not me. I get to be more honest now, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. So what? So what's the next step? Did you did you feel so you had to talk to anyone or counsel? Uh, you know, parents, friends, I've loved ones. To so many people about talk, it. Well, yeah. I feel like talking to my parents. Is, is well-intentioned, but not practical a lot. Because right now in digital media, mm-hmm. you know, I had a full-time job. Now yeah. I don't. Yeah. And now I'm getting, you know, my dad says things like, well, why don't you just get an agent and become famous? And it's like, Dad, don't you think I would do that if, I, if it were readily accessible? Yeah, where's the application for writer? And my mom's just like, you should quit. And it's wow. like, yeah. <laughs> dang. Um, do what? I don't know. Just like before she'd been like, you could be a real estate agent. And I'm like, I don't want to be a real estate agent. And that works for some people. It does it's work not for me. I've seen some friends transition in sure. that. And they're the one there. I'm the one going, Hey, you got 10 bucks for lunch. So, you know, maybe, maybe your mom's right, but you don't feel it. I don't feel you've the way got she something feels. left to give. Yeah. It is something that yeah. is possible and viable, but I don't know if it's right for me. Uh, yeah, how did you how did you then do this transition from this you know uh, you know potentially growing news career? Mm-hmm. You you're making some set of kind of moves, news desk to producing writing, all those kind of things. Now, yeah, maybe you could be talking about the the sunshine on the local news. Um, where did you go from there? What was the next step in that moment of like I'm making this change? I started going on auditions for hosting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd show up, and everybody else was an actor, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "Am I stupid? I." I'm the only one who's not an actor here. Yeah. What the hell am I doing here? And Mm. I did that for a while. Do you feel it gave you any kind of advantage though? I don't know. Because I I always rail. I always get a little grumpy on uh, broadcasting is a skill and not everyone in this side of the industry has that because they come from either acting or not that those aren't great skills to have. But I think broadcasting is a, it's a thing. So did you feel at any point you, you went, seems like you went the other way. Kind of. I mean, I felt weird because it, it was this whole new thing to me. I, don't, sure. I didn't know how to Ooh. make it happen. I just saw an audition, and I applied okay. for it, and they said, come in. And I went, okay, I'm here now. And, <laughs> it's brave, though. But, like, I don't know anything about managers and agents and classes and all this stuff. I, I have this news background. 21 years in this town, I don't know anything it's about like, that, too. Yeah. I just felt really ill-equipped. So I, that- would, I would do okay. Yeah, that's you know? fair though. The ill-equipped thing, I get. I really do get that. I, I joke, but I do still still struggle with intent. When I lost my job from Collider full time, what do I do next? Where do I go? Yeah, I, I, I don't had know. a hard time with that actually. Yeah, because I had had a full time job for almost six years. Yeah, which in this industry that is that's like a, a long lifetime. Time. And I was ignoring, mm-hmm. you know, other casting call, other castings, sure. uh, other opportunities. I didn't really try to make my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying now, but (laughs) yeah, I'm just trying to find, find my footing, find my voice again, almost. It feels like. Is that, it sounds the way you say it, correct me if I'm wrong. sounds that that's a, that's a, that's a two level thing. You're trying to find Kim Horcher, the brand Mm -hmm. and trying to find maybe what, what Kim Horcher really wants to do next. What do I want to do for the rest of my life? Yeah. That's, that's, but that's, yeah, that's a good spot. And I, I don't think that happens though. Uh, you know, not to bring too much of my story into it, but that doesn't happen for me over the last year. If I don't get kicked out of the plane, I didn't, I would have stayed in that plane. I, I wasn't happy where I was and I would have stayed in that plane for a long time until they were like, eh, we're not even giving you a parachute. We're just get close to the ground. We'll kick you out. What does that mean? Like, uh, I was, it wasn't my choice to, to lose my job. It wasn't my choice either, right. but I was very, I wasn't expecting it. You weren't expecting it. No. You you were trying, you were relatively happy. Did you feel uh, maybe uh, let me? Did you feel at the time uh, when you didn't know? You know, you're focusing on this, not your own work, or you're not taking these opportunities to talk about. Did you feel that you wanted to do that, or were you tremendously happy where you were? And I'm not talking know. about the day to day happy of jobs. I'm just talking about where you were spiritually, I mean, emotionally. I'm trying to figure find the words, but mm-hmm. also not. Uh, say anything I'm not allowed to say. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, Fair. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm like you in that I get comfortable. Yeah. And maybe that makes me softer. But I mean, I'm going to agree with you. To, not that I think you're softer uh, or I was softer, but I understand the sentiment. Where it's just like, yeah. I'm happy here. Why? You know, I'm not, yeah. I wasn't hungry. I'll say that. That's fair. That's a good way to say it. And now I'm <laughs> so hungry. So, <laughs> so hungry. So how do you, how do you rebuild? How do you rebuild? Uh, you know, slowly, surely. I get that. I'm not talking about the nuts and bolts, but do you have an idea of where you want to go next? You're very talented. You've got a lot going on. You're very, you know, you're geek savvy. You got a lot of things going. I mean, how do you have, focus it? It's hard. Yeah. I, I, I would like to start um, personal projects. I haven't yeah. gotten there yet because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a little bit more footing. Um, I'm still going out on auditions. Okay. I do have, uh, I do co- go into Super League, which I talked to you about. You said the Little League of Esports Gaming. I don't they understand that. that. They call themselves that. They call themselves that. So, Meaning, uh, you know, like esports. I do. So there's pro level. Okay. I am not that. I'm not either. <laughs> so I might be more comfortable with this. But like Super League yeah. is more accessible. I like that. Um, if you wanted to to start, uh, you know, competitive gaming, mm-hmm. you could join. I mean, there's different teams for different games, mm-hmm. different cities. It's a very cool community. Yeah. Uh, so I'm doing video for them. I'm covering geek culture and also Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared of Overwatch. I like Overwatch. I want to get into it. They asked me which one I wanted, and I said Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah. I, I, I you know, I do a little bit of the Twitch stream, and I'm, you know, I'm. Bad to average at games, depending on what it is. Uh, baseball games. I can manage my baseball team on my video game like no one else, but that's about it. Uh, so unless there's competitive general managing for sports teams on video there games. There kind of is. Kind of? Like I'll there's coaches. Oh, um, there you go. A lot of the times on the pro level, all the players and the coach will live in one house and they'll practice. There's a lot of those houses. I don't know if I... I'm from a town called Diamond Bar. I know. Well. There's a few there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, Ryan from Ryan Collider. Satin. He and I went to high school together. You knew Satin in the day. Not only That's did we right. know each other, I we were there. in a play together, I'm and re- I played his wife. I remember the yeah. day you walked in for Collider first, of shortly after your, your job transition, as we'll call it, as what I call mine. Uh, <laughs> and Ryan was like, wait, 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 wait a minute. And he, you know, he's wonderfully, yeah. wonderfully loud. I love Ryan. He's a big personality, which is like, ah, I, know, I know this person. Ah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And he played. Um, well, the other characters called him Ali Hackam. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's Persian, you know. <laughs> and we, I, I know it's wrong, but that's the way the play that's said That's the way the play said And I know it. Ryan is half Mexican yeah. and half Caucasian and not Persian, but I didn't cast this play. <laughs> it was, and I mean, you might have not have the options in Diamond Bar. Let's, you know, maybe, uh, you know. It's kind of diverse, yeah. but... I don't. I, I wouldn't put it on the populace. I, yeah. I might put it on the casting. The, on the casting people. There's some interesting casting choices. Yeah. Like uh, a lot of. Um, how do I not get this man in trouble? A lot of homogenous-looking sure. couples cast. Sure. And Ryan and I were oddballs because we're both mixed. So yeah, yeah. We got put together. <laughs> put, put you on the same team. Is yeah, what they yeah, said. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. How? Uh, uh, um, well, going back to the idea, I'm following the thread here about you and your next steps here. You work, but you got a podcast going. You got you got things. I'm doing a podcast with yeah. Emma Fife and Win- Wendy Lee Zaney. Yeah, and I would like to get my own project rolling in the future, but mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't announce it because I don't no. have those pieces together yet. No, no, no. But we're gonna, you know, we're gonna have fans are gonna tweet you and, and say we were waiting, we're waiting for your voice really in the world. Happy. I'd be. I'd be pleasantly surprised if that happened. As you, as you figure out the next steps, and, and no doubt you're going to get there, let's go back to Diamond Bar, okay. uh, the Inland Empire, right? Uh, nope. No? It's actually L.A. County. It's actually L.A. County? But it's on the corner. So Ooh, one city over is Orange County, and one city over is Inland Empire. Gotcha. So we're just right in that Right in the, in, in the devil's triangle, so to speak, there. Uh, um, what do you... Uh, I know you as a fan of, of we'll say this, these geeky things, right? We, we parent clutter, Jedi Council together, Star Wars, big, uh, a lot of things. When, when did that kick in? Were you the oddball nerd kid in your group or I was a, friends? I was a theater kid. That uh, explains but it. Yeah. it. It was, I don't think I was outwardly a fan because it was very scary. Oh, definitely. At that time to not, I mean, when you're a kid, mm-hmm. All you want is to fit in. 
Absolutely. And when you're an adult, you realize that's stupid. Didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. So I, I really wanted to fit in. So you, bur- you buried maybe your nerd instincts? Yeah. And then I'd be like, what are, what, is everyone wearing skater shoes? Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> I've never skateboarded. <laughs> Let me get the bulletin. Yeah. What's this year's fashions? Basically. Yeah. It's just, just trying trying real hard, trying my ready best. Uh, but I did go to, I remember they were re-released in theaters around mm-hmm. that time. Yeah, yeah. And. Star Wars films, yeah. yeah. I loved it. And you, and you, so you knew. Oh, they, when I was a kid. You kid. I don't remember how old I was. I was a child when they were re-released. Re-released, which is an entry point for a lot of, a lot of fans. Um, so uh, you, but you, so you knew, were you, a con, were you, was it an open conflict with yourself over, I'd love to tell the world I love Star Wars, but I got skater shoes or. <laughs> it was more like the culture was different at the time where yeah, it's just like, maybe you don't share, you enjoy these things, but they're your thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I moved to LA with Phantom, you know, got the Phantom Menace figures my first year in LA and like my friends were like, take those d- away, take those down and, and you know. Uh, I just really want to fit in. You want to, yeah. You're like, Please okay, be my friend. <laughs> this will help me in life. And then at some point, yeah, you're like, I, you know, I you look in moderation. I, I I have too many Funko Pops. I'm trying to maybe get rid of those. But that's a storage issue more than an emotional issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's that's actually been the fun of these last maybe say ten years. This switch. I know. As, as Kim looks it, around my studio. Like, here well, there's now. a lot of toys in here. There's a she she ain't wrong. <laughs> she ain't wrong. Some of them are new in box. <laughs> well, yeah. That's a whole stack right there. I have to yeah, figure out. I don't know. At the time, it was harder. It, I, I was so excited when the tides turned. Yeah, and and it's not and, and look, let's be honest. As a female fan too, then you, you're not not allowed in some circles. You know, just just I, I I one of my great regrets growing up in the '80s is like I wish I I knew all the the, the girls who were Star Wars fans, but uh, they weren't you're allowed not to be. Reveal yourself, and they're not going to reveal themselves. And I was. I don't want to be. Yeah yelled at or right. challenged or pushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's changed a lot for the better. Always, I'm not saying it's perfect, always but I am in, saying it's always in, better. Always in progress, but you better. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, definitely, definitely mm-hmm. not. But, but uh, you always have a wonderful collection of, you know, Star Wars related outfits that I, you know, sometimes I'm like, I'm jealous of. Then I realize, oh, you, you know, this is a victory for you. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, you got your rebel yeah. rings on. Um, uh, well, the podcast Emma and Wendy and I yeah. do is it's geek fashion. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. How? Yes. I'm fascinated with that. I love that because it is an extension of this celebration of what we love. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gotten better and richer and yeah. more, more mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like it's, uh, it allow, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's easy for me to throw on a T-shirt and jeans, but uh, you know, I like. Uh, I, I think you probably know Tony Kim, right? Does the the line of I forced my yeah. boyfriend to yeah. be in his runway show. Yeah, so I, I, as Aquaman. I got to get Tony on here too because I, <laughs> I, I he was a you know Wiz World friend connection with Brittany and everything came on TV fights back the screen and I just love you know he is I, I kept begging him like you, you got to get that Star Wars license I'm trying I'm trying to get the Star Wars license because I don't gravitate to superheroes as much as I do Star Wars but yeah it's like just like geek fashion for adults mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> there's a way to do it it doesn't all have to be a T-shirt yeah. That says Darth Vader. Yeah. It has a picture of Darth Vader in case you didn't realize who he was. <laughs> I'm slowly getting rid of some of my Star Wars shirts that are like, this is Han Solo. He flies the Millennium Falcon. He's a cool guy. In Star Wars. Look at that cocky grin. Who does he think he <laughs> yeah. is? How, how long <laughs> you been at L.A. proper up here? When did you leave Diamond Bar? Diamond Bar's not that far from L.A. It's not that far, but it's another world. I'm kind of a townie. You're um, a townie. <laughs> I went to UCLA for college. Oh, you're brewing. So, yeah, yeah. yeah a yeah. lot of Trojans on here. It's nice to have the other side represented. That's right. The good yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> the golden bear side. <laughs> so, maybe that's more when. That happened. And college then after jumped. college, I moved back home with my parents, and I was that's heartbroken. Just, yeah, but the, yeah, but but looking back now, I bet you're not as much, right? Mm, I mean, I guess I... I made a better relationship with them, but okay. I just really wanted to get out mm-hmm. and be a grown up and have a life. Sure. <laughs> sure. 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 I, 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 I can, I can respect that. I, I, I didn't leave. I didn't leave my house till I was 22. My sister yeah. is almost, 
almost 30, and she's at her parents' house. She's still there, She huh? doesn't want to move out. She likes it there. I mean, yeah. Maybe it's cultural. I don't know. Or you just feel, hey, if, 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 if you're happy where you're, you are. I wasn't. Clap your hands. I'm you, not clapping. You like clapping. So you, <laughs> so you, uh, but then, so eventually you leave, you know, you go back and you come back up here. Mm-hmm. You, you, you tuck, you, you, you tuck yourself into this city mm-hmm. and, and chasing your dreams, whatever they might've been and what they will be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like living in LA? I do. I, 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 I thought about it before. Like if I would move, sure. if another opportunity came up, there's a few, I think I would, but for the most part, I'm happy mm. here. What's a dream gig for you? Um, I really love daily video production, so I would love to do something like that. And that's what you would, that's what I was doing. Maybe on a larger scale, I would prefer. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Does it have to be uh, this, this geek culture related? That's my number one choice, but it doesn't have to. Totally. You know, it's like, can I have my favorite thing or can I have something that's, that's acceptable? Right. And it's like. Hell yeah, if you get mm. to have your favorite thing, which mm-hmm. luckily so far I have. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of things that go under that umbrella. I mean, I've done entertainment, but I've mm. also done uh, video games, mm-hmm. technology, art yeah. science. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I think there's a lot of things that I'm really open to. Yeah. Geek, geek culture does not just geek mean culture light is part of it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. There's a, there's a big umbrella. Um, uh, yeah, that it's it's. You, I know you're in a tough spot because you, you you do you feel kind of adrift a little bit right here. I feel in, less adrift than I did a couple months ago. Now a couple months ago, I was just like, oh no. Well, I think you would come in for your like first collegiate council like shortly after you had transitioned yeah. out of uh, you know the last well, job, so to speak. We had talked about it before, mm-hmm. and then Harloff was like, "Come in now." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to get a yeah, it, it, it's weird. I I just I could recognize that look in your face because I had only had it months prior. We're just like, what what happened? What happened? What did I do? And 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 are, do you find took, yourself? It actually took me a long time yeah. to stop being like, this is my fault. Oh really? Yeah, but That's I a, I know it's not my fault now. Right. I know exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Can I say it out loud to the public? <laughs> No, but I know what happened. I do not need the knapsack files to be submitted in evidence in any yeah, trial. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, but that—that's that's the but that the certain strength in that and and kind of uh, accepting, but also being able to move on. Uh, that's powerful. That's mm-hmm. powerful. And, and it's like saying, I mean, at the time I viewed it as my identity, and then yeah. it's like, who am I without this? Uh see. And that was that was the issue I was in. And maybe who do you want to be? Who am I? Who can I be? Who do I want to be? Ah, the can and the want are the powerful. That's the powerful. Can, want, should, could. Yeah. All that hypothetical. (laughs) Is there, what what if a weather, uh, a weekend newscaster anchor job pops up? Yeah. You back into it? No. First of all, I'm underqualified at this point. At this point, the game passed you? Nah. Because that would be like, where's your newsreel? And I'd be like, I don't have one, (laughs) but here's this other one from 2012. Here's that a, I half-heartedly put together. <laughs> maybe we just uh, we'll shoot a bunch of uh, dummy demo fo- uh, demo footage of you outside. Uh, you know, last I would Jedi send premiere. it, and then they'd be like, "Are you making fun of us? <laughs> this is a, this a joke? Is to this you? a parody reel?" And it's not like I don't deride the news. I just know it's not for me. The yeah, local totally. news that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if that's your passion, oh, yeah. if that's what you want to do, great. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Not for me. W- yeah, no, I, 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 it again. I'm oddly fascinated with it, but yeah, you'd end up in a small town, and and, and uh, you know, and then, I wasn't willing to do it. I yeah. wasn't willing to go to a tiny town for two years for 18k a year. Yeah, that's the other thing, people. Yeah, the pay so low. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, you, you, you treated like the local celebrity in town because you only went on TV, but you ain't. Uh, You're making yeah probably less than minimum wage if you work out the hours. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's long days. Especially that. Yeah. No, that's not the path we want you on there. Um, is what is your most passionate uh, thing in, 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 uh, in, in, we'll say, we'll toss around this ter- term geek culture, but uh, is it Star Wars? Is it? Uh, Star Harry- Wars is high. Is it high? Harry Potter is say, high. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of a few different video game franchises, including Mass Effect, Dragon Age, Mm-hmm. Borderlands. I'm very excited for Borderlands 3. Uh, I never played it. Very familiar with it. My old buddy Jack Conway used to rave about it all the Jack time. Jack used to have a handsome Jack costume. Yes, he, he did. He was very excited such a big character was named Jack. <laughs> 
Um, oh, yeah. Conway. G- is game you, uh, would you consider yourself a gamer? Or? Yeah, I'm yeah. not. That's know, a weird I'm not tag. not a competitive gamer. Yeah, it's a weird tag to have, but. Because it's, I'm too old for this. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, competitive gamers are young. Yeah. I, I can't it's compete. scarily. Yeah. Scarily so. Um, yeah. I really enjoy the power of a single player campaign narrative in uh-huh. I, I think video games are the only storytelling medium mm-hmm. that have gotten better as technology mm-hmm. like helps it get better. Because uh-huh. when you look at uh, like games from the 80s, mm-hmm. sure, there's a few gems. Yeah. But objectively, are the vintage games, no. do they stand up to, you know, The Last of Us, no. Uncharted, stuff like that? The answer is sadly no. Can't be. But when you look yeah. at movies, you know, there's yes. some classic movies that will always be the best movies. And mm-hmm. they were made, I don't know, over 50 years ago. Yeah. With with little to no special effects mm-hmm. or the budget or the technology's mm-hmm. changed. And even though some, yeah, I know, to, I totally know what you mean. Even some, even some like Star Wars, even go back. Watch New Hope and not even the special editions. You pull my VHS. It's you know, pretty damn good. It's still damn good on its own <laughs> with what George had to do in 75, 76 with no support, no budget. So I know what you mean. But yeah, video games, it is a daunting, fascinating world. But, you know, you you know, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2, I, I, I say are like two of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> but they're like 20-hour movies. Yes. You know, yes. even if you just put the cinematics back to back. But then Which you I'm- have, you know... Maybe offhand comments made by characters in the game. Maybe missions mm-hmm. relay a certain feeling and yeah. tone. You know, it's just, it's very interesting how subtle and overt they can be with storytelling mm-hmm. and, and how they can paint this whole world, potentially. What are, what are so Ma- Mass Effect, so I, I played the first Mass, Mass Effect, Effect game. Th- okay, I'm sorry. The first game yeah. is a little rough. It doesn't. Hold up as well, it just in terms of well, the graphic the gra- quality yeah, isn't yeah. good. The the um, combat system isn't great. Right. I never graduated to two because two I, is probably it's a lot of people's favorite. And three is the one that had all the three is the one everyone was mad about the ending. Yeah, but then they added a DLC, which I think was a pretty effective band aid. Okay. Um, I mean, there's there's problems because this has always been an issue in the video game industry of. Mm. Uh, what the publisher demands and what the studio can deliver on a certain time and on a certain budget. So they'll be like, you have to have this out in spring 2019. It's coming out no matter what. So sometimes things that should have had more time on them lose that. And you can sometimes watch the quality dip Mm. at a certain point in the game. There was a little bit with like the first re-release, the first redo of Battlefront. They were like, we had to have it out. We had to have it out inside I mean, of Force Awakens. That's EA. Yeah. They they are in control of both Bioware. Right. And who who made Battlefront again? Was it DICE? Uh, DICE, I yeah. believe. I'm so bad at that. But yes, so people will yell at me. But yeah. EA is kind of notorious for that. Sure. Get it, get it done. Yeah. Get it done. Get it out. Yeah. And that might be a, a reason why Mass Effect Andromeda was... So bad, just you, abysmal. Just overall, it's everything. like it's like if you disconnected it from the Mass Effect series, mm-hmm. it'd be like fine, like kind yeah, of yeah. mediocre, kind of okay. But it's got to hold up to its own standards. It, it shrinks in the shadow. Yeah. It's it's not. It doesn't belong there. Yeah, uh, a lot of that also has to do with um, uh, resources had to be shifted over to Anthem, uh-huh. which is the same uh, studio. And the video game studio thing is so like, confusing to me sometimes. I don't want to play Anthem either. Right. So I don't know where I am at this point. Please don't let Dragon, the next Dragon Age, be bad. <laughs> what pulled? What pulled you in specifically about Mass Effect? Because I, I did. I played the first game. I was house sitting for a friend at the time, and he was big into it. So he just he's like, start a game uh, on, on his Xbox. I pulled it up, and and I I seven days straight. I mean, just it's it's lost like, my mind. In it. It's. The beauty of sci-fi in general, I mm-hmm. think, which is we can have this great, big, beautiful world if we can set aside stupid things like, <laughs> yeah. oh, he looks different than me, you know? Right, 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 right. It's, it's like the same reason why Star Trek might be appealing, mm-hmm. which is we have all of this, I want to say bounty, but that sounds mm-hmm. corny. We have all of these possibilities ahead of us if we could only apply ourselves and focus 
and create a better world, it's the potential is right there. And with Mass Effect, it's kind of like that. You're also kind of this cool sure. kind of super space spy. Commander Shepard's cool. Yeah. yeah. I played as Femship. Yeah. Jennifer Hale. She's so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so good. Yeah. That might be the best video game performance I've ever heard. Really? Well, you know, yeah. it's over three games. So sure. She has a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah, opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I just, I really enjoy that they made this whole world. And yeah, it does have some classic sci-fi trappings. Sure. But they created their own different species mm-hmm. from different galaxies and how they work together or don't work together. I mean, it's very similar to why I might like Star Trek as well, which is they have this whole ecosystem of possibility and it's rich. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the promise of fantasy and sci-fi. Like you said, that's Mm -hmm. what we grabbed it. But Harry Potter is Harry Potter. I I grew up with, you grew up with it. That's kind of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that that, I find that in a lot. I'm always surprised at the, uh, you not so much. I think I already knew that, but I'm surprised by sometimes some of the people I found out who are like, ah, they're huge Potter heads. And yeah. like, it's just, and it, a lot of it comes back to that, just whether it's the books or the movies, doesn't matter. Like it's that generation kind of going on with it. Because, uh, do you know, are, yeah. are you into it too or not so much? I, uh, I, I missed it. It's weird. I, I say I missed it, but Matt Key, uh, uh, is really big into it and, and we're only a couple years apart. And so it's like, I just, I just didn't, didn't get pulled into the book certainly. And then watch the movies a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, it was so fun I waiting for the books to come out. Yeah, yeah. And going to the bookstore at midnight or getting thing. a fun box from Amazon, depending <laughs> on how you decided to buy the book. We all love fun boxes from Amazon. And then you just yeah. sit down and read. I majored in literature, too, so maybe okay. this is part of it, where I just like the yeah, idea yeah. of sitting, curling up and reading this really engrossing book and just this whole culture around it of everyone what's doing it. Yeah. That was so cool. That's, that was the thing. And sometimes I, so I did watch the movies. I felt like left out a little bit. And the movies, I mean, is there any series where the movie yeah. was better than the book? Very tough. Yeah. Very tough. I, yeah. That, that's a whole nother discussion, but they can definitely be treated as two separate entities. But if, 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 if the book comes first in your life, it is so hard to think otherwise. The CG in the first one is really it does, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and as the series grows, the series obviously clearly grows with its characters. Mm-hmm. But you had to go back to the first one, particularly now. And well, you're like, eh. what's interesting is like, I hear, I've heard interviews from Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. And he had an alcohol problem. Uh, <laughs> I did not. At do. some point when I'm he was not, filming. I'm not laughing at his alcohol problem. I just what The idea of Harry what? Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter just on a benders. He said things like. He's had trouble watching, rewatching Half Blood Prince because gotcha. he can just see his face sure. and be like, "I'm glazed over. I have no idea what's going on. Oh wow! You know, I'm in this bad place, and it's just like, if you look for it now, you can kind of spot when it. Daniel's not all the way there. Yeah. Hey, look, I, you know, I, I, lo- I love Daniel Radcliffe. I think he's one of the coolest people in Hollywood. He seems very cool. Yeah. All of them seem. I mean, uh, Emma Watson seems, you know, part of our bright future. Is just mm-hmm. a people just a bunch of emma's yeah um yeah no look i have that feel like you read some of the, the carrie fisher stories and you go back and watch empire and you're like her and harrison were blitz they, out of their mind and were, <laughs> you know <laughs> it's, it's, there's one picture where you're like oh my gosh leia has a coke yeah it's a coke nail picture all this <laughs> stuff and you're just like oh boy i don't know if i want to and then even i love her book the princess diarist but then the the revelation of the you know, the, the sort of scandalous affair with Harrison Ford during New Hope. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe oh, I don't want to watch this stuff. I don't need to know Harry Potter had a drinking problem well, during the second act of this movie. And he's, yeah. I think he's God definitely bless him. recovered. Oh, God yeah. bless him for it. Yeah. I, you know, not, certainly I'm making a lot of that, but it just is like, yeah, it's, it's part of what we are. Part of what we're here for is the escapism. Yeah. Uh, do you, uh, are you, are you the type? Uh, Kim, that when you go to say a Harry Potter world or Harry Potter town or whatever they call it up there at Universal, the Wizarding World, the Wizarding Harry Potter, <laughs> do you get into it? Do oh, you yeah. do you just transform back to you know twelve years of age? I showed up at the, um, I think the previews. I didn't have okay. a way of getting in, but I knew like they were letting people in soft opening, so I yeah. bought an annual pass, yeah. and I just kept going back, <laughs> just waiting. Oh no, and I I, How many I times went can on I get on this tram several ride several times, yeah. Um, I got real sick. Oh, I got sick too. On that castle ride. I know they changed it a bit, but they changed it. But first time I went on that, I was just like, 
Yeah. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I shouldn't have had that butter beer. Uh, yeah, no, that's that. No, I was wondering too because I, I remember I had like two glasses of butter beer and then I went. Oh on. wow, uh, you're stronger than me. Uh, yeah, what? No, I wasn't. No, butter beer is too sweet. It, too sweet. But you're in the moment. You're like I'm in Harry Potter town, and uh, then you, I got on that ride, and it was not just like seasick. It was like my brain was scrambled. I remember and I had to sit down, and then there was the one. What is it? The the Griffin's tail. I don't know. The characters, but there's the the roller coaster right across from it, right? And my friends were like, "We're doing that next." I'm like, "I need it. I That's need not a year. too bad. That I one's need for a kids. year. I, it is, but I did. It, it was one too one push too many. I, one took over I the line. I want more. I want them to destroy, just bulldoze." DreamWorks land and put in Diagon Alley. I want it all. Yeah, because that's the Orlando one's bigger. Or Nocturne Alley, rather. Yeah, okay. I want a Gringotts ride. So I love this. You totally escape into it. You yeah. buy our destroy de- everything else and make it all how, Harry Potter. How many wands do you have? I have they, one. They probably make more money if they did that too. By the way, yeah. You're only supposed to have one wand, Ken. Well, what if you, uh, you know, what if you get one like a Christmas gift? You return it. What yeah. if you're, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're supposed to let it choose you. Uh, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. So it's like, uh, you um, know. I do have one. It's not a character wand. It's yeah. one of the other ones where they're like, here's all these different kinds of woods. Yeah. This one is you. How do you know it's right? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I held right? it and I was like, it feels right. This is like, uh, this is like the life journey. This is like the life journey now, Kim. You're going to, you're going to hold your next uh, path this, in your hand right and be like, this is it. And this is the it. The lights are going to turn on and the wind's going to swirl around me like in that wand demonstration. Yes. And you will know the emotions of weather. Uh, Kim, it's been fascinating to talk about your journey here today. And uh, I am very excited for some of the things you got cooking up and that you're doing right now. And it's been a lot of fun uh, having you in on uh, Clutter Jedi Council, too. I love it. Yeah, you're having a good time. They're taking yeah. to you. Uh, Star Wars fans are either I the greatest or the greatest. You think you get too excited? Yeah, people like I had one person who really hated me. Okay. And he was like, you smile like a psycho. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm too happy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry, sir. I feel bad because I, I don't. Your I joy makes me mad. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten a Jedi Council comment section on YouTube in, in four years. Uh, but yeah, you see some of the tweets. It's some I, of it, a lot of it is actually really good. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of good people out there and there I is. don't think they should be discounted. I agree with that sentiment. I agree with that sentiment. And it's good to have you there talking about Star Wars. We could, uh, we'll bring over to Force Center one day too and talk about some Star Wars stuff there. Uh, a lot coming. I, I I've, uh, love having you on, Kim. Thank you as we start to wrap up. But I appreciate you also being open and honest about, you know, you, you seems like you're trying to find that next step. And that is where a lot of people are in their lives too. And yeah. it's, and it, I mean, it doesn't make me feel better to hold it in. Yeah. I, I think we should all express ourselves. I think mm-hmm. a problem I have is that. I don't hide my emotions. You're outspoken. People yeah. love it or they hate it, you know? Or they have to deal with it just in terms of this I is who you are. I just don't think I should hide my emotions. No. Like, this is how I feel. That's what's up. It's it's like the emotions of weather. Mm-hmm. That's our theme. Is it, though? That's our theme for but the I day. But I can't do weather. <laughs> I walk weird. I want, yeah, I, w- I want you. I want more for you than weather. Kev, okay, I want me more too. for you. Thank weather. you. Yes, we all want more for you than weather. And you're going to find it, uh, in, uh, Knapsack Files listeners, what I want you to do is, uh, as you often do with new guests that come on in, reach on out to Kim and pull her into this community. Tell her how much you uh, enjoyed hearing her and also, uh, you know, follow her on other things. So tell them where they can find you. I know you have... Uh, uh, your name sometimes changes. It's different on every single one, <laughs> which was a stupid mistake, and I shouldn't have done it. But it's too late. It's too late. I can't turn back now. You turn back from from weather. You can maybe find a way, or unless or I can owns. just like get Instagram or Twitter to change my name. Change your name back. <laughs> well, what is it on Twitter? I'm Kim Scorcher, yeah. which is a joke that doesn't always translate. Okay, uh, I'm Kim Horcher on Instagram. And I'm on Facebook, but I don't really care about no. Facebook, so don't bother. Don't bother us there. I'm the one that's verified that yeah. has my name on Facebook. I Yeah, that's the one spot I'm verified on, too. Thank you. I don't need it, though. I'm verified on Twitter. You are? Not I'm on not. Insta. I'm not Insta. I've heard the Instagram one is the hardest to get. It is. Yeah. I tried once, and they were like, you did this wrong. And I went, screw this. Yeah. I stopped trying. I stopped trying on the Twitter one I gave up on a long time ago. Uh, you know, I know who I am. Uh, but but the blue check mark helps because it gets you into doors that aren't normally open. 
It's the sad state of our uh, of our world, but yep. it is what it is. Yep. It all is surface, it is. all the time. All, <laughs> all surface, all the time. But follow Kim on those uh, sites. Uh, tell them again where they can find the podcast that you're on with uh, Wendy and Emma. Um, it's called Geek and Glitter. It does have a web page. I don't remember the URL right now. That's fair. But you can go to the Twitter, which is Geek and Glitter, and it'll take you there. Absolutely. Follow uh, follow that show. Listen, those are three wonderful people doing uh, doing talking over there about uh, geek culture, geek fashion, and I'm sure much, much more. Follow Kim so you can see where she uh, takes her career now as she is on this <laughs> new adventure. Will she make it? Will she survive? <laughs> and I have a feeling she will uh, because the times I've been around you, you, are, uh, you, you, I think you know who you are and you bring that to every show that you are on and that will translate and the people will follow. That's what I believe. So uh, as we start to sign out here, thank you. Uh, thank you Kim, for coming on in. Uh, also, thank to all of you. Thank you to all of you. I can talk. I can swear. Uh, I, can, I swear I can talk. I can do all of it. Uh, I want to thank to the executive producers on my Patreon page. Includes uh, Real Snacks Attack, Thomas Risling, uh, Lethal Logan X, Matthew Simon, Bedore, Matthew Maroney, Matt Thompson, Tamor, and Abdul, the Brothers Buddha. As I always like to tease him, Donald Long, Nathan Ovendale, Zach Anderson doing stand up out there in Wisconsin, and uh, recent addition, Spencer Hunt. Those are my executive producers on my Patreon page at ca- patreon.com slash Ken Napsuck. Thank you all for the birthday love recently. I appreciate that a lot. As always, you can go to KenNapsuck.com, reworked with fresh links to uh, where you can pick up my book, Why We Love Star Wars, coming out. Uh, well, actually, by the time this comes out, it will have been released. Yay! But you can still get it. Oh, that was loud. No, that's no, that's no, <laughs> it should be loud. Yay, I'm very happy. Um, so stay tuned for more of that. That is it for now. Uh, the Knapsack Files rolls on. We'll see you. It's all about the emotions of weather. <laughs>